You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from tripadvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? Well, you're going to learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections and meet the woman of your dreams. Here's your host, me, Trip. Hey, and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. This is your host, Trip Kramer from TripAdvice. And on this episode, we're doing a little bit of a book review here, a book review of a really amazing book called The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem. And uh, this book came up uh, because, you know, I started to create a program called The Fearless Formula. Maybe you have it, maybe you don't. Uh, If you're listening to this in real time, when I say real time, that means, uh, you know, as it's coming out, you might not have it yet. Uh, A few people have pre-ordered it, but it's going to be launched next week. And I take a lot of concepts from the six pillars of self-esteem and I use them in the fearless formula because in order to become fearless, you do need to have uh, really strong self-esteem and build your self-esteem to a high level. So, uh, you know, just a quick update before we get into the book review, uh, that's going to help you out tremendously, by the way, is that you should definitely check out a webinar that I'm doing for the fearless formula so you can learn all about the program how it works and learn some cool new techniques in terms of how to be fearless with women so if you have problems approaching if you have problems asking girls out or being able to pull the trigger and make the next move with the girl well the fearless formula is really all about helping you through that and it's a 10-hour program but first to learn about it sign up to the webinar and in order to do that all you got to do is go to tripadvice.com slash fearless-text. What is that going to do? That's going to bring you to the Fearless Formula training, which uh, the training program, which is a four-part series. And then you'll see up there, video number four, you can sign up for the webinar. So go ahead, check that out. Again, that is tripadvice.com slash fearless-text. All right. So that is for the Fearless Formula program. And um, if you're interested in getting it, and this is like weeks or years down the line, just email me, trip at tripadvice.com, and uh, we'll help you out and get you access to the program. But for now, let's talk about the six pillars of self-esteem. What an amazing book. What an amazing book. I am so glad that, uh, that I ended up getting this book because it's really, it's really helped me a lot too. You know, It's not like I've ever studied self-esteem before. You know, In order for me to become fearless with women, it took going out and practicing a lot of approaching and getting rejected over and over again and realizing that it wasn't so bad. And that's one way to do it, but not for, it doesn't work for everyone. You know, not everyone is just going to build their self-esteem that way. And listen, I'll be honest with you. I don't think my self-esteem is exactly where it needs to be. I think that I need work too, according to what's going on in this book. You know, I really think it it's not as simple as just, uh, you know, going out and approaching girls and getting over that fear. There's more to it than that. There's layers. And What's really cool is that, and I hope, I hope if you're listening to this, this is great. I know there's a lot of people who are going to, you know, read the title and be like, oh, I don't care about self-esteem and just kind of move on. But if you're listening to this, really consider yourself lucky because I think that most guys look over the idea of self-esteem, you know, oh, it's something we learned in school and to love yourself and to like yourself. But really this book shows you that it's, it's, it's deeper than that, right? It's, it's literally related to every area and every decision that you make in your life about how much you respect yourself and how much self-worth you have. 
and how much you are saying to yourself on a daily basis that you have and deserve the right to live. And it even says that in the book, right? So that's a really important point and there's a lot more important points here. Now I'll say this, the book is is bigger than just the six pillars, right? It's called the six pillars of self-esteem. That's only a small chunk of the book. You know, in the beginning, it goes over uh, the principles of self-esteem, meaning like, what is it all about? What are the actual definitions of it? And then it goes into the six pillars and then it kind of goes into some stuff that you could read if you want to, of course. You know, I didn't dive too deep into it yet because I just really wanted to study and and nail down the six pillars. But there's uh, nurturing a child's self-esteem. There's self-esteem in schools, uh, self-esteem in work. So and self-esteem in psychotherapy and self-esteem in culture, all interesting stuff. But what I want to do today is just kind of review and give you a general uh, idea of what the six pillars are and you know talk about them for just a minute or two so you get an idea and then what i encourage you to do is to get the book and and read it right and actually go through it i highly recommend it again it's the six pillars of self-esteem by nathaniel brandon and you can go you know really deep into this and, and you know as you go through each pillar What's very interesting is that he gives you exercises. They're called sentence completion exercises. So that means that after each pillar, you learn about what the pillar is, and then he gives you these sentence completion exercises to work on to be able to implement the pillars in your life and in your lifestyle. So you're actually working on them. Okay. And and so he really he starts off with one of the first ones. And what's and I'll tell you that in a second, but before I get into it. You know, the first one is the practice of living consciously. But what he ends up doing here is he ends up going through each one and they kind of build off of one another. And I I can see that as I went through it and studied this book is that they build upon one another. So what does that mean? That means that, you know, it starts off with the practice of living consciously, moves into the practice of self-acceptance, the practice of self-responsibility, the practice of self-assertiveness, the practice of living purposefully, and the practice of personal integrity. And I noticed that it's really very important to start with the first one and move on. Don't just look at one and be like, oh, I want to learn about living purposefully. And that's the fifth pillar. And then you kind of missed everything else because it really does build upon and he does reference the other pillars as it moves forward. So the first one is the practice of living consciously. And that basically in a nutshell means that you are aware of everything that's going on around you as much as you can. You're conscious, right? Another synonym for consciousness is awareness. Or, you know, another idea of this is living in the present, living in the moment, understanding what's going on. But consciousness, you know, really means that you're aware of the reality. You know, it's not just about daydreaming or being in your head or thinking about the past or the future. You know, those things, those things don't exist. The only thing that really exists ever is the now, is the present, is the present moment. Yes, things did exist in the past, but if you're thinking about the past, that doesn't mean it's real because it's not real right now. What's only real right now is the reality in front of you and the thoughts that go through your head. So it's all about being present and aware of those thoughts. And so that's kind of like step one. Again, he doesn't really say this is step one, step two, step three, but that's how I see it, right? And just the practice of living consciousness means that You understand what's going on through your mind. You understand your feelings. You understand and are conscious of of your reality and what's going on around you. You need to operate consciously in order to kind of go to the next levels here into the 
other pillars, which we'll get into in just a second. But just understand that this is a really crucial part of your self-esteem. You must be aware of what's going on. If you're not aware of what's going on in your reality and where you're at in your life, if you're not conscious of, of the feelings and emotions you have and you're just kind of uh, taken over by an emotion. So for example, let's just say you're a very anxious person. You know, approach anxiety is a big thing. Well, if you're just stuck in that anxiety and you're not realizing that you're feeling that way, you're just so into it and you're so present in the anxiety, well, that's going to be a problem for you, right? It's about taking a step beyond that and saying, whoa, I feel anxious right now or I feel depressed right now. I feel happy right now. I feel uh, hungry right now, right? Whatever the emotion is that's coming through, I feel fear right now. Having an understanding of that reality and being, he says, being responsible toward reality uh, means that you're going to be able to take the next step, right? So the opposite of this, and he quotes, if I don't choose to see it or acknowledge it, it doesn't exist, okay? But that's a problem because if you don't choose to see something and try to ignore it or try to be in denial well, that's not going to help you ever build your self-esteem because there's work involved to be able to do that. Okay, so I hope that makes sense there. Let's let's move on, and I think this will help you a lot in terms of uh, uh, understanding this. Going to the next part. So the next part is the practice of self-acceptance. Okay, the practice of self-acceptance basically is saying, and I quote: "Self-acceptance is my refusal to be in an adver- adversarial." relationship to myself, right? So what it means is that you are accepting what's going on in your life. So it's all about, but you can't, here's the thing. This is why I think it builds upon one another. You can't really accept anything if you're not conscious of it, right? So you need to be conscious of what's happening, conscious of how you're feeling, how you're doing, and then you can accept and accept your reality. So your reality, so you might be conscious, for example, of the fact that you're not able to approach girls because you're scared. So now we're conscious of the situation, Okay, we're practicing being conscious here. And then we accept it, right? A lot of people will be in total denial and they'll like kind of see it, but totally not accept it. So they'll be like, okay, you know, whatever. I, I, I've approached anxiety and, and, and whatever. I'll still be able to get girls or whatever they'll say, right? But you need to accept it. Accept that, hey, I'm scared to approach girls. I accept that this is a problem, that this is something that's going on. So you're living in, again, Self-esteem is really all about living in reality, what is actually real, okay? But it's not about judging it, okay? That's where, uh, we'll go back to consciousness for a second. Once you start judging it, well, that's when you're not present in the moment either. It's like you're taking your thoughts and you're judging something. Well, a judgment is just a thought in your head, but the reality is is something just is. You are the one creating a judgment on it. So judgments aren't necessarily real. So you saying, oh, I'm an idiot, I'm stupid, I can't approach girls, I suck. Well, that's just a judgment, but that's not reality, right? Who's, who says that? Who says so? Just because someone says so, it doesn't make it real, right? Just because you're thinking it doesn't make it real. So what we need to do is bottom line accept the problem and just say, hey, okay, this is the deal. I'm not gonna judge it, it's just the reality. I can't approach girls. I'm very scared to talk to girls. I'm very scared to take it to the next level with a girl. Whatever it is that you fear, okay? Again, a lot of this stuff is really in-depth covered in the Fearless Formula program. But, but either way, I wanted to give you a little bit of a, a book review here and now so you can understand it. So I hope this is making sense so far. Again, we're building here. We just talked about the, self, uh, the practice of self-acceptance, which is really cool. So now we're building upon that. We're going to the next pillar. The next pillar is the practice of self-responsibility. So now you're conscious of the fact that you have this problem. 
conscious of the fact that when you see a girl, you can't go up and talk to her. Then you move to acceptance where you accept that I accept the fact that I struggle with this, that this is a problem and this is preventing me from talking to girls, which is preventing me from getting a girlfriend. Again, we're not going to judge it here. We're not going to be like, oh, I suck. I'm terrible. I suck. But this is where self-esteem comes into play, right? Is that you start doing that, you have low self-esteem. And you're probably thinking, well, Trip, how do I get to the point where I get the high self-esteem? Because right now it's just seeming like I'm just looking at my problems. Well, we'll get there. It all builds. Trust me. It's all coming together. So now you're in self-responsibility mode, okay? This means that you are responsible for, and he, I quote here, you're responsible for the achievement of my desires, right? meaning your desires, right? So you'll say that to yourself. I'm responsible for the achievement of my desires. I'm responsible for my choices and actions. I'm still quoting here. I'm responsible for the level of consciousness I bring to my work. I'm responsible for the level of consciousness I bring to my relationships. I'm responsible for how I prioritize my time. It's the idea of self-responsibility where it's the opposite of victim mode, right? Victim mode is when you're you're saying like, oh, I'm the victim, things keep happening to me and I have no control and, and my life sucks. Well, I can't approach girls. I live in a small town or, oh, I can't approach girls because I'm in fear, so what can I do? Or I can't do this because yada, yada, yada. Oh, because girls like good-looking guys and I'm not good-looking or or they like short guys. So girls like short guys. What can I do? You're playing victim and you can play victim all day long. But the problem is and the reality is it's not going to get you anywhere, right? So you can do that if you like, but it's not going to get you anywhere. And because it's not going to get you anywhere, it's not going to build your self-esteem. So you're, you're kind of in trouble. So you need to practice the, the, you need to practice the practice of self-responsibility because you got to get back into the driver's seat. You need to be in control here. And in order to be in control, in order to get results, to move your life forward, you have to say and you have to really believe it, by the way. It's not just like saying it to yourself because you're just saying it. You have to believe that you're responsible for your actions, for for your life, and no one else is, right? Of course, yes, and up until 18 years old, you do have people responsible for you. But the second you become an adult and it's all you, I mean, even even before that, you should be practicing this idea because it's healthy. But I'm just saying, you know, once you get to the point of 18, you know, you're literally in all areas responsible for your life. So you got to take control over that. And you got to say, hey, no one else is going to do something for me. I'm in control. And if you bring it back to you, well, then you can fix the problem. The second you blame other people, well, then how are you going to fix it, right? Thinking just logically speaking here, like, well, I need to be able to fix it, so I need to take responsibility. The second you blame others is the second you lose control and you can't move forward. So that's self-responsibility. And then we practice self-assertiveness. And I like to say that this is like, now we're moving into the next, the second half of the pillars, right? We just did three pillars. We're going to the other three. And what's cool here is that now in this second half, I feel like we're really taking action and we're really putting this stuff into play. It's like the rest is what we're just kind of mindsets, but now it's about, okay, we got the mindsets down, but what do we do here? Like how is this self-esteem actually gonna be built? And so I believe in the second half, to me, it feels like we're, we're now putting that in action. And for the fourth pillar, is, he calls it the practice of self-assertiveness. Okay, he talks about the fact that you need to learn how to assert yourself into situations. You need to say to yourself, I have the right to exist. Okay, I have a right to exist. That's what you need to say. Because if you have low self-esteem, you're basically saying, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy of living. I don't respect myself and I don't deserve to be happy. But that's not going to get you anywhere. In order to build self-esteem, you need to say and believe, 
hey, I deserve to be happy. I have the right to exist because you do, man. You do. I'm talking to you who's listening. You have the right to exist just like everyone else. No one has more of a right to exist than you and you don't have more of a right to exist than anyone else. Just because someone's rich, just because someone is you know, typically good looking or a girl is pretty, that doesn't mean that she's more important. She doesn't have more of a right to exist than you. The fact that what? Because she was born pretty? So we need to put all this value on that? I know you want that and you're attracted to that, but that doesn't necessarily mean that she has value as a person, right? It's more to it than just looks, so let's be honest. You know, a girl's just born the way she's born, so it's not about all about that. So don't just equate, okay, someone's good looking, so they're better than me or they have more value than me. That's not true and that's really not how this works. So again, we're talking about the practice of self-assertiveness, which means I have the right to exist, which means that you should be putting yourself in situations that you want to be in. Again, self-assertiveness, asserting yourself, being the one who's going to take action and say, okay, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to be. So that could be just like approaching a girl, right? If you think that you have the right to exist, if you think that you have the right to be happy, again, these are about self-esteem. If you have self-esteem and you believe you have the right to be happy, and, you're, and you have worth, then you're going to go over and assert yourself in a situation to make it happen with a girl. You know, whether you're going to be successful or not, you're going to see a girl and you're going to say, I have the right to be happy. I want to be happy. I want a beautiful girl. Well, I'm going to go talk to her because I know that I deserve that. You deserve the opportunity to be able to go and talk to a girl and, and create attraction and to converse with her, right? You deserve that. Now, of course, if she doesn't like you back, you know, it's not like, well, you deserve her. Well, you don't really deserve her, but you deserve the right to be happy. And in order to be happy, you have to go after what you want. And to go after what you want means asserting yourself. You know, again, going over and talking to a girl and, and, uh, and starting a conversation, making it happen. Now, the next one, the next one is the practice of living purposefully. This is very much connected to, uh, to the last one, which was the practice of self-assertiveness. Living purposefully means that everything you're doing, you're doing with purpose and all the way, right? It's like you're not doing anything half-assed because if you're just doing things half-assed, you're not trying to actually accomplish a goal, you're going to hurt your self-esteem. That's the thing. Like if you kind of nilly-willy just like try to do something, you're not going to be really good at trying to accomplish it and your self-esteem is going to be shot and then your self-esteem is going to be shot and it's all going to kind of fall and crumble. So everything needs to be done with purpose. So if you want to approach girls and make it work, you know, well, you're already, do, you're already taking the first step because you're listening to this podcast. So you're, you're studying, you're learning, you're taking things seriously, right? You're hopefully going out and you're making it happen. You're making an approach schedule for yourself where you actually have a certain amount of, of approaches you're doing per day. I actually have a whole little bonus course in this called the Date Machine, which is in my Hooked program. Uh, by the way, getterhooked.com, if you don't have that program, there's a whole bonus in there called the Date Machine, which gives you that approach schedule. Well, that would be living purposefully because you're actually putting a lot of energy and effort into accomplishing the goal or getting after what you want. So he wants you to live purposefully with purpose, right? There's purpose behind what you're trying to do here. You have a goal and you're trying to go after it. It's about being productive, it's about taking action. And again, like I said, remember I said it was connected to assertiveness? Well, it absolutely is because you need to assert yourself in these situations and you need to try. And I know you guys are saying like, well, this is kind of a catch-22, like I don't have any self-esteem, so how am I gonna be able to do this? Like, I can't go up and do that. Well, it's all connected together and the actual act of doing all this stuff 
is the act of building self-esteem. So, you know, you don't need self-esteem to do anything. You just need to start practicing these pillars and then self-esteem will be built. It's built in the whole process of doing this. But you got to look at more analytically, right? If you go up to a girl and you say hello and you start a conversation and she rejects you and you start looking at it like, oh God, she rejected me. I suck. I'm a bad person. Well then, again, well, there's a lot of things wrong with this situation. You know, you're not taking responsibility or you kind of are, but you're doing it in a way that's very negative. You're judging it. I want you to look analytically and less emotionally. Don't say, I suck. I'm a bad person. You know, it's no, it's you gave it a shot. You tried. That's amazing. You are showing yourself that you want to be happy. Now you just got to pick yourself up, dust yourself off and go at it again. Right, and the more you more you try and do this purposefully, you'll be able to get it. Again, purposefully means that you're doing it with purpose. So it's not about just going up and doing one approach, getting rejected, and then giving up. No, it's about trying over and over again, knowing that listen, it's not going to happen the first time, and why should it? It's a skill that needs to be built. It's something that you know is 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 something that you can do, but it's it's something that needs to be studied and learned and and worked at, just like anything else. Right? It's it's just because. Uh, everyone has a girlfriend or everyone's with someone that doesn't mean that that it's easy, right? There's work that's involved to get the type of relationship or girl that you're trying to go after. Now we move on to the last one, which is the practice of personal integrity. And this is cool. This kind of ties everything up too. And I like this. Uh, This one throws it all together. You know, integrity is, you know, he says, the integration of ideals, convictions, standards, beliefs, and behavior. And he says, when our behavior is congruent with our professed values, when ideals and practice match, we have integrity. So that means that the things that you think and the, and the morals that you have are being practiced and put into action. He says, once we go against our beliefs and our morals, and by the way, whatever those are, I'm not saying in this podcast, like this is the morals you should have or the way you should be thinking. Whatever you think, however you think life should be lived, whatever your opinion is on anything in the world, you know, you need to be congruent. Your thoughts and words and actions need to align. Or even more, let's make that more um, concrete here. I'd say your words and your actions should be aligned, right? The things that you say um, need to be actually shown and, and, and done, right? So uh, if you say that you're going to keep a promise, well, then you keep a promise, right? He gives some examples here of what it looks like to have personal integrity. It's, I tell customers the truth about what they're buying. I wouldn't sell my soul to be popular. I wouldn't be so ingratiating to people I dislike. I wouldn't laugh at jokes I think are stupid and vulgar, right? It's about not people-pleasing and not just going against your beliefs and morals just to get something else or get people to like you. What ends up happening is your self-esteem drops. That's what he says here is that when you're not living in integrity, your self-esteem starts to drop. You know, when you say you're going to do something and then you don't follow through with it, you feel kind of crappy. You know, like I bet you feel kind of crappy if you're missing a day of work or you're missing a day of school. And by the way, of course, if you're sick, that's one thing. But you know, if you just like felt lazy and didn't feel like going and and you just felt like lazy one day, you didn't go to work. You ever have that moment where you're like, God, I just feel bad. Like this day doesn't feel that great. Like I feel like like I'm missing something. It's just because you're doing something that's not aligned with your actual purpose, right? Well, in that case, maybe that you should be, you know, getting a new job if you hate it that much and you need to take days off because you're so lazy to do it. Not saying people don't need personal days, but I think you get what I'm saying here, right? It's all about making sure that you're doing things that are lined up with what you want, your ideals, your morals, and the things that you want to live by. Because when you actually are 
aligned with that, what ends up happening is you feel better about it because you're congruent with everything that you're doing. You feel better about yourself. You know, you feel a lot worse when things aren't connecting on the outer world as opposed to what you're thinking and, and things like that. So that's kind of the, the last one to tie it all together. Those are the six pillars of self-esteem. It's a great book. I suggest you get it. You know, I suggest you get it and learn from it and read it and take notes. And if you want to take self-esteem and you want to take the whole idea of becoming fearless to a whole other level, don't forget, you can go to tripadvice.com slash fearless-text and that's going to give you access to the entire uh, training series, the free training series, and then uh, the webinar, which you can join, and you can join that now if uh, if you are listening to this within the week, and then you can you know hop on the webinar, learn about the program, and if this is way past that, and you still want to become fearless, email me, tripatripadvice.com, and ask me for access to the fearless program, and then we will uh, you know get you the order page and, and move on from there. So I hope that helped. I hope that this is... Uh, this is something that you're going to start to use, whether you you know go through this podcast episode again, or you get the book, or you go through the Fearless Formula program. Either way, self-esteem is crucial, and it's crucial to building who you are as a person and getting what you want out of life and doing it in a happy way, because you deserve to be happy. And if you believe that, well, that's the first step to self-esteem. 